0: Hey guys, welcome to What's Out There. I'm your host, Grim Webster, and tonight's episode is about the Hat Man. Sadly, Tyler couldn't join us tonight. He is out due to personal reasons, and we hope to see him back soon. And actually, the reason we're doing this show is because of Tyler. Uh, In the last episode, which was a clip show more or less, Tyler actually told us about his encounter with the Hat Man. And that got us started on looking into who else may have had an encounter with the Hat Man. And we actually came across a whole lot of experiences people who had encountered the hat man. We're going to kick it off with Tyler's encounter which we have pre-recorded from the last episode so we'll go ahead and play that for you now. I was
1: just on the paranormal subreddit uh, earlier this week talking about something that happened to me like 6 years ago that apparently is is a pretty big phenomenon that people like all over the world have experienced. Um I was this was about six years ago I was, I was 14 I just turned 20 I was um I was in my living room and the way my living room was set up you can you could see there was like an entryway into the dining room then like directly across from that on the other side of the dining room was another entryway into the kitchen so if you stood in the um, in the living room you could see all the way to the back door back by the mm-hmm. kitchen but I was walking from one side of my living room to the other, and I looked down there and standing in front of my fridge, and this had to have been a good foot taller than my fridge, was this man in a like old, old style three piece suit with a trench coat on and a wide brimmed hat, like almost like a cowboy hat, I would say. And it was so weird to me. Like I looked at it and didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, and just kept on going across room to get my phone charger, and then. As soon as I on my truck, I was like, oh my, you know, is, is somebody in the house? So I went back and I went through and checked all the doors and all that. And there's, there's nobody there told, I think my dad about it. He was like, stop watching so much TV or whatever. <laughs> and I, um, and I pretty much just put it on the back burner. I, I never really thought about it very much. And then I read something probably about a month ago. It was in the comments section on, on Reddit about a guy who saw the exact same thing. And then I think a week ago, I saw another comment. So I posted my own thing, gave my own experience. I think I got like 21 comments. I think probably 15 of them were people who had, who had seen something similar. And I Googled it, you know, they just Google Hat Man. Uh, apparently this came up on coast Costa coast a few years ago, and it was actually a thing that some
0: people see. So what is the Hat Man? Well, according to Heidi Hollis, who apparently coined the phrase Hat Man. It's kind of a subgroup of the shadow people. Now, what are shadow people? Well, according to Heidi Hollis, who also coined that name as well, a shadow person is basically a shadowy form or figure. Most times they show up and they will choke you or scare you. They absorb fear and they cause it. Their goal is to hurt or cause you some sort of distress. Now, a hat man can indeed do the same things, and sometimes he will, but most often he will show up to observe. And now, while the shadow people are figures made completely of shadow, the hat man can actually be described mostly by his clothing. He's known to wear uh, a three-piece suit. He's described as being very pale, tall, thin, uh, may or may not have a noticeable goatee and thin mustache, He may grin, tip his hat, or stare undeniably at a person at length or briefly. He's usually wearing a long black trench coat, three-piece suit, white-collared shirt, and flat-rimmed gaucho hat, although different hats have been reported. Um, He appears in most any location, but most commonly is reported in people's bedrooms as they sleep at night. A feeling comes over the person, they wake up, and they find him watching them. So, that's pretty freaking creepy and apparently it's widespread. Now I'll go ahead and link you to what I just read which is on Heidi Hollis's page because she seems to be the expert on the subject. We're going to move on to some submitted stories now and the first one comes from an anonymous email through the blog page and it reads like this. I was around ten years old when I experienced the Hat Man. I'd just gotten off the bus after school and ran up the driveway, eager to call my best friend on the phone. My younger brother had gone across the street to our aunt's house, and nobody else was home at our house. I sat in the front of our living room window in a swivel chair that we had. Before I dialed my friend's number, I had a very unsettling feeling that I wasn't alone. I swiveled around to look at the window and saw nothing. Our front door, which was at a 45-degree angle from the window, had a glass screen door that was unlatched and swinging open and closed. When the door came to, my heart seemed to stop beating and fall into my stomach. What I saw would not look scary out of context, but it terrified me more than anything else ever has. I can't explain the fear that image caused. It was the reflection of a short black silhouette of what I assumed to be male. No features other than blackness except that he was wearing a hat, short with a wide brim, and a trench coat. The door swung open again, then closed and he was gone. I ran out the back door and across the street to my aunts and never told anyone what I saw, hoping I had imagined it. A few weeks later, my brother, mom, and I were at my grandma's farm in Arkansas about an hour from where we lived in Oklahoma. We were just walking around on the land exploring. I was a few yards in front of my mom and grandma. They thought I was out of earshot, but I could hear them clearly. My grandma was telling my mom about a night my grandpa was away. She had been woken up by something, and when she looked around the room, she saw a short black shadow wearing a hat and trench coat. She kicked at it, and it disappeared. I froze when I heard this, then ran back towards them and asked what she said she saw. But they acted like I had misheard and wouldn't budge when I kept pushing the subject. I eventually forgot about it. The memory randomly comes back to me, and I have trouble sleeping for a few nights, but I've never seen him again, and that's fine with me. A user from Reddit by the name of I'm-in-your-back-seat encountered the hat man, and this is what he said. I looked out of my front door one night at my old house, and behind the beam of a streetlight, I saw just that. It was a shadow within the dark. I then opened the door, still maintaining a visual on it, and it just faded away moments later. I realize the story isn't breathtakingly haunting, but it scared the heck out of me. I agree, if I stepped out of my house and saw something like that, uh, I would probably be frightened as well. Now this next one also comes from Reddit, and this is by a user called Dick Snorkel. It reads like this. My family goes to Mexico at least once a year. They started the tradition before I was born, but made a trip once when my mom was pregnant and about 10 months after I was born. We have a house. We usually have it rented out, but we usually keep it open for Christmas. On my fifth or sixth Christmas there, we made a trip into Zocalo, and I played soccer with some kids until the family finished dinner. I opted out on ice cream to play on a huge elevated gazebo nearby. I was running and trying to pull myself up on the side without stairs when I backed up too far and bumped into a bench. I felt arms wrap around me and a voice in my ear. He asked, where do you live? And I started droning off my home address in the States. He said, no, your address here. I tried to explain that I didn't know the names of the streets, and turned around to see it was a man in a suit that looked like a business suit, but it was exotic somehow. It occurred to me later that he might have been wearing something made out of snakeskin, but the best recollection I can piece together is really just a leathery-colored suit with puke-greenish colors in its other clothing. His hat matched his suit, and may have had a band on it of some kind. I had only seen my dad leaving the house in button-down shirts at that point, so I didn't know much about fashion." The strangest thing about the situation was the fact that he was American. At least, I thought he was American. He completely lacked an accent, but had features that clearly showed he was not from the area. The town our house was near didn't have many visitors, and was really just a banana plantation with a small port for exports. Locals have regularly approached us and touched my head, having never seen blonde hair. My mom randomly decided to check on me and saw the man with his hands on my shoulders. She screamed, police, and I turned around to look where I had heard the noise. When I turned back around, the man was gone, and I couldn't tell in which direction because of the locals running away from him. That night, I had a dream that I was standing in the hallway and saw a figure at the door. The light on the porch was lit, but it seemed that the man had a shadow surrounding him, making his outline much larger. I felt myself being pulled backwards and turned to see that I was melting into the wall, I couldn't breathe, possibly because my lungs were already molded into the concrete, but I can remember trying to whistle feebly as everything went black and I woke up. It always really messed with me as a kid because all of the sex trafficking operations and stuff, but my mom has refused to talk about it since the night it happened. She always says thank God and changes the subject. I'm not sure if it was actually the man in the hat because I was too young to have an accurate image, but I get goosebumps every time I think about it. An email from the blog page from Bart reads like this. On a family trip when I was around eight years old, I was in a hotel in Houston, Texas. My whole family was sleeping, and I saw this hat man come right through the closed door to our room and look right at me. He had a sword, more like a fencing sword, and pricked me with it, and while I had no visible injuries, it burned quite a lot, and I cried out in pain. As he passed back through the door, my family woke up with a start to care for me. I spent a couple of days sick with a fever and anxiety before we went home, effectively ruining our trip. From that point on, for the next six or so years, I would hear his voice whispering to me directly into my ear, telling me how he would kill me. Sometimes he would be mixed into a crowd in the dream or skirting the edges of my periphery. It didn't matter if the dream was a nightmare or not, he would be there for sure, always whispering. Once I got through the paralyzing terror in dream... I started to become angry, angry enough to turn and try to fight him. Every time I would turn to see him, he would be gone, but I would hear what I knew as the cape or a long coat he wore snapping in the wind as he vanished or ran. Eventually, I began to plot how to stop him. The obstacle of actually catching him was always there. In my last dream of him, I set us in my backyard in daylight and was able to turn a weapon he was wielding against him by not turning around at all, "'but looking at the ground for his shadow "'and then grabbing the weapon in his raised, outstretched arm. "'I turned the curved blade he was still holding against his torso "'and split him. "'The last thing I remember in the dream "'was seeing myself standing over his body "'from a third, overhead perspective. "'Never another dream of him. "'A few years later, I met a girl who would dream of him "'and tell me that he hated me, but wouldn't tell her why. "'It seemed that he was a menacing but romantic figure in her dreams.' These dreams were eventually stopped when she also had to turn on him and mortally wound him in a later dream. I also remember finding a small church donation envelope in a grocery store parking lot that had a child's drawing of a hat man. I threw it away and hoped it was nothing. Also an odd occurrence of driving by an abandoned house in a cruddy neighborhood with a house-sized figure depiction of the hat man in spray paint with the phrase, I'm coming back, spray-painted next to it. Now, if you ask me, that sounds like it would be a great, great horror story. Detura from Reddit says, I saw him once around 3am. I was really restless from cabin fever, but it was too cold to be outside. So I paced the hallways of the apartment building to get rid of energy as the apartment I lived in was small and crowded and I didn't want to wake up the people I lived with. Neighbors probably thought I was nuts, but it was a low-life kind of place to begin with, so no one really cared. Anyway, I saw him standing at the end of the hallway for a second. I didn't feel any feeling of terror like you do with sleep paralysis. He quickly passed through the door of one of the apartments. On that note, I knew the people that lived in that apartment that he walked into, but not very well. We had a mutual friend, though, and sometimes I would hang out in their apartment when he was visiting them. One night I knocked on their door because I had gotten a call from the mutual friend who was hanging out at their place. Their living room was barricaded off with some empty plastic boxes or something similar, and everyone was hanging out in their cramped bedroom. I asked why, as the living room was clean, nicely decorated, had a lot more room, and was where people naturally hung out. They said they didn't go in there anymore, and when I asked why, they said just because there was something really negative about it all of a sudden, and they didn't want to talk about it. So we all just kind of sat around awkwardly on their bed. They weren't really the type of people who were into paranormal or superstitious stuff. They were just stoners or alcoholics who seemed to fight a lot. Wonder if it was related to seeing Hatman go into their apartment. One time I had a dream that a car pulled over and the Hatman was in it, and he seemed super familiar to me, and I got in and started trying to start a conversation with him, but he just drove me silently down this hallway where there was a door to every dream I'd ever had in my life. Finally, we have one from Redditor Alyssa V. I apologize if I pronounced your name wrong, but that's the closest I can come. It reads like this. About three days before I saw the hat man, I had woken up from a deep sleep around 2 a.m. My blinds weren't down over my window because this was around Christmas time and I liked the icicle lights. They helped me fall asleep at night. I remember looking out my window at the snow on the ground where I saw the shadow of a man standing there with his hands on his hips. I almost got an angry feeling from it. It felt, even to this day, like I was staring at this shadow for a good five minutes, but when I had blinked, it disappeared. Three days later, at dinner, I told my parents what I had seen. Needless to say, they were a little freaked out, especially considering the fact that there was potentially a stranger looking into their daughter's window at 2 a.m. But that was the thing. It was never a man, just a shadow. They took me in my room, and I explained it to them. What I saw, what it looked like, etc. And they began to argue. My dad said it was all the weird TV shows I watched and the books I read that was screwing with my imagination, and my mom stood up for me. "'insisting that they both look into it further. "'I was sitting on the edge of my bed while they were arguing, "'just looking out my window. "'It wasn't dark enough yet to not be able to see, "'but the sun had gone down. "'I remember a man in a dark grey wool trench coat, "'a fedora hat, and what looked like a full black suit underneath. "'I could see his dress pants, part of his white shirt, "'with black tie and dress shoes. "'He never looked at me, not once, "'but he just strolled down the road like he belonged. "'I'd never seen this man before.' I knew he wasn't one of my neighbors because I had met them all. It was a small neighborhood. My parents began talking to me, and when I looked back to see if the man was still there, he had disappeared. This was twelve or thirteen years ago, and it's still one of my most vivid memories as a child. For years, I thought it was just a figment of my imagination. But if it was just my imagination, why did it feel so real? Knowing I'm not the only one is comforting, but extremely unsettling. we've had seven submissions tonight including Tyler some of them are right about what you would expect and some of them deviate all of them are definitely worth listening to I want to know what do you guys think about the hat man and what do you think about shadow people are they real are they connected are they just figments of people's imaginations now, I encourage you to go ahead and go to the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash WOTB show, and chime in there with your thoughts or opinions on the Hatman or shadow people. If you happen to have a Hatman or shadow person experience, go ahead and go over to the blog page, which is WOTB.blogspot.com, and click the contact link on the left-hand side of the page. Now, I want to thank everybody who submitted to this episode. Without you guys, this episode would have been nothing. I also want to thank everybody who keeps listening, because after all, if you guys weren't here, there'd be no point. I'd also like to wish Tyler a speedy return, because without him, it's just me talking. So until next time, guys, keep your eyes and your minds open, or you just might miss what's out there.